1: I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise
3: and shine, nerds.
4: You're tuned in to episode 431 of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and chief radio nerd here at LTN. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd.
3: And I'm Mo, sidekick to the chief radio nerd, here to bring the facts and fire to your day. Now, where's the coffee?
4: Today on the show, we look back on the funniest bits from our show in 2021.
3: Also on the show today, the chocolate That's not chocolatiest. <laughs> no, uh, the...
4: Chocolatest.
3: Cho- <laughs> Do you know I was going to say the chuckle Chocolatest. <laughs> <laughs>
4: The chocolatest Oreos around. Yeah. The, what works. is
3: the word? Chocolatist. Chocolatist. <laughs> That's not a word. The chocolatest Oreos
4: ever. Don't let the red underline under the word fool you. It's a real word. That's
3: not. It's, chocolatiest <laughs> is no. a word. Chocolatist is not a word. Look,
4: look I'm a, I'm a tastemaker, okay? I'm what the world classifies as a tastemaker. In a year... Everyone will be saying this, and chocolatiest will be lame.
3: No, they're going to be saying (laughs) chocolatest because that's what it looks (laughs) (laughs) like—the chocolatest Oreos ever.
4: (sighs) (laughs) We've got your chocolatest news. (laughs) (sighs) But first,
3: move along, please. Today is
4: Monday, January eleventh, twenty twenty-one, and we got some holidays to celebrate.
3: That's right; it's National Milk Day. You know, for those chocolatest (laughs) (laughs) Oreos. (laughs) You gonna need some milk.
4: Ooh, chocolatist sounds like a cult. Dad says. <laughs> uh, I'm a chocolatist. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what exactly does that mean?
4: Mm-hmm. chocolate milk. All right, here we go. Um, I mean, also- I like milk. You don't. You don't like milk. I don't, li- I, I I don't milk. like milk. <laughs> I'll chug milk.
3: Yeah, I don't like milk. Can't drink milk.
4: Did you say it was Monday? Because it's Tuesday. No. <laughs> Oh, I said I was... it's Monday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. You know what? I bet it's there on the Wednesday uh, script as well.
3: Did you say it's Monday?
4: I said it's Monday, <laughs> January 11th. Oh, what's today? It's Tuesday. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure.
3: Oh, um, no. I'll fix it. It's Groundhog's Day. <laughs> That's what it is.
4: Okay. Here, we're, we're back. We're back if it's the right day.
3: <laughs> Are you sure?
4: Yes. What's the other holiday we're celebrating?
3: Uh a national step in a puddle and splash your friends day.
4: Uh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down.
1: I'm down I actually that.
3: have a super cute picture of Canon and Topher when they were toddlers and we were, had just left a play date and it was raining. And so it's Canon Topher, their little friend, Kate, and then their friend Gabe. And the four of them are in fact, holding their umbrellas, wearing their rain boots and they're jumping in pedals and, Petals. Puddles, puddles, <laughs> and you can see the water splashing up. It's some of my favorite pictures of them when they were kids, because they're grown and rude now.
4: They're <laughs> so grown and lame.
3: And bigger than me. <laughs>
4: All right, well we are going to be uh, moving on to our Discord discussion. Once a week we like to open up our Discord at backrowdiscord.com for some of our backrow buds to discuss some of the internet's hottest topics. Today, uh, Hot we're going to be we're going to be we're going to be talking about uh, autonomous cars. So if you want to you want to chat with us, Twitch, jump in.
3: What does that word mean?
4: Uh, what? Autonomous. Autonomous as in they drive themselves. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, jump in our Discord chat. It's already open in there. Um, uh, we got two people. I'm going to go ahead and open. Hello, robots. More robots.
3: It
1: always
4: <laughs> more more more
1: Robots.
3: robots throws me for a loop when we hop over and they're right in my ears. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: (laughs)
4: Uh, All right, so here's here's, uh, the discussion today. Tesla isn't the only car manufacturer in the autonomous mode game. Big names like Volvo and Cadillac are getting into the game as well. Speculations have it that within the next two decades, self-driving cars, one without the need of human monitoring at all, will be on the road. So the question. How do you feel about that possibility? I mean, we'll all likely nope. be alive by then. How do you feel? I mean, nope. I it reminds me of iRobot with Will Smith where at the beginning it's just all these cars just doing themselves and then he decides, "No, I'm going to drive." And it's like, "Nah, I don't I don't recommend this." Will Smith, mm-hmm. and uh he still does it anyway. <laughs> and nearly crashes. Yeah. But yeah, uh no, thank Sorry, you. I
0: can't do that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Why won't you uh, want to, Why don't you want to do that, Brian? I I need to have
2: some sort of control. I mean, I just There's a small it group for that. It's weird the fact that it would be driving itself without having any input from the driver or, or person at all and
4: I mean, I'm I'm sure there'd be safety things like you could force it to stop if you needed to, like you could force your will upon it. It's just you wouldn't need to. You could Go just on. trust I'm him. sure. <laughs> and we're just going to yeah.
3: touch this penny to this half-inserted
2: plug. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's still, I need to have control, and I, could, I wouldn't be able to do it. It just <laughs> would not work well for me. I, I'd have too much of an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I mean, just the feeling of, like, <laughs> you see yourself coming up. on And I felt this way when we were in an Uber that was a Tesla when we were in Florida a couple years ago. And we're on the highway, and sh- her hands aren't on the wheel, and we're coming up really fast on this car in front of us. And, like, I had the instinct of I wanted to reach over the seat and grab the wheel <laughs> and try and turn. But it did it on its own. And I'm like, oh, gosh. And just having those constant tiny panic attacks. Yeah. It, yeah. take a I look. Mean, Like I think eventually you'd get over it, like you'd get used to it, but it would take so much effort for everybody I mean, that wasn't when I'm, born. Just when I'm a passenger in a car. Yeah. And
2: I think that they're not braking soon enough. My foot starts pressing down the imaginary brake pedal like, "Okay. Start stopping anytime soon now."
1: <laughs>
4: yep. What about you, Tad? Are you excited for the future of cars?
1: Okay, so this is actually a 10-year-old uh, conversation that I've had with my stepdad. Yeah. So um, it, so what, what you have to think about is it's not just one car on the road with this ability. So the ability to have five separate cars in a group, um, this is great for any long commute, which a lot of people do across major highways. This is not small town or rural or uh, urban areas where it's a little bit more complicated. Right. So when when you're on the highway and you're in a group of five cars all of a sudden now you're looking at fuel efficiency because you're drafting um the other thing is now you're relaying as five cars and so any potential threat is mitigated five times because those five cars are now in sync with each other and you're not dealing with people on the road looking at their phones and all of a sudden one is veering um uncontrollably so you take away that risk when when you're talking about the the long hauls and by the way um there's two statistics and that is 20 minutes away from your home is your most likely place to crash but also on your regular commute because people's brains shut off on that regular commute so if something else was also in control while your brain is shutting off and not being completely uh coherent during that drive then you're creating a safer environment for everyone else on the road.
4: You know, that's true. Cause I, I can't count the number of times where I have blanked out and suddenly I'm 20 oh. miles down the road.
1: And like, I don't remember anything that just happened. And <laughs> <I'm, laughs> yeah. all
3: of a sudden sitting in my driveway.
1: So yes, there has to be an override and not like a, Oh, are you sure you want to do this? No, just an immediate override type of thing. Just like cruise control. It, it needs to be just like cruise control. Um, and it, it should not be able to activate in unsafe conditions. So if there's ice on the road, if there's snow on the road, rain type of thing, I still believe that the driver should still be in control of the vehicle just because sensors cannot, at the moment, be able to control those kind of uh, environments.
4: Sure. All right. Uh, I think I'm leaning more towards your, your thought process here. Uh, but Threy, what do you got to say?
0: Well, um, mine actually leads on, leans on part of his, um, I, I, first off, um, I'm still of the mind that I don't fully trust the, uh, the, uh, parallel park self function. Oh yeah. Because if that computer malfunctions, which every sedan that I've ever had with a smart computer in it, I've had the computer changed at the garage like three times. Um, because they don't, they don't know what's wrong with the car. They just have to change the whole computer. (laughs) Um, but anyway, if, if that computer malfunctions, it's my fault. And I, as a driver need to be uh, responsible for that. But like he's, like he's saying in a cityscape situation, this technology does have a lot of potential, but there were also keys there. Uh, environmental things uh, can affect those sensors. Um, so probably out in the desert, it would be fairly safe. But in any situation where, you know, uh, one, one guy, uh, I, one uh, engineer I spoke with uh, was lamenting that every time there is water on the road, um, you will have to retake control of the wheel because it goes blind It's like every surface is a mirror Mm. if there is water on the road. Um, Also, they did a test out of Pittsburgh um, where every time you encountered a a bridge, you would need to retake control of the wheel because it couldn't deal with the air on either side of the bridge. Um, Wow. And so if you've ever been in Pittsburgh, you know that... The entire city is pretty much bridges, um, just going hill to hill. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you you might get five minutes of being automated, but you know, good 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 try. No. Um, but automated vehicles are yeah, are a thing, and they're going to be present, just like the electric cars are becoming more and more present, especially as we have this hard shift over to that technology. But what will be interesting is the period of time where we have both technologies on the road. Because like he was also saying, when you have a group of uh, similarly smart vehicles interacting as a cohesive group with one another, it functions quite well. But if you throw somebody who's, you know, <laughs> babied their, uh, their, um, their old... Uh, 98, uh, Nissan for as long as they possibly can, (laughs) you're going to run into trouble because it's not going to talk to the other cars as well. Mm. Uh, it might come across as a, and in fact, I think there's actually a study out of California where, uh, most of the automated cars that ran into trouble ran into trouble because other vehicles made human responses. Um, So it'll be the generation of mixed technology that's going to be the most dangerous. I'm not saying that everybody should, you know, you know, therefore not do it or jump on it first thing they can. But we're definitely going to have this interesting space where those that are more country bound and have longer commutes, it's just not going to be that affordable and make a lot of sense. So
3: there's going to be a large amount of growing pains
0: in between a huge amount
1: yeah uh the two things that will help that transition go uh far better is having a dedicated lane um for automated vehicles
0: because infrastructure Uh, is already not a mess
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) but i mean like pay attention to the lanes that they're supposed to
0: drive in already
3: you know so anyway
1: like i feel Uh, (laughs) sorry go ahead finish your thought Ted. oh okay um, so yeah, just dividing the, the road that we have now and, and, you know, we have a carpool lane. Why not make that carpool lane the automated car lane? Um, type of thing. The other thing is that, uh, if it's more of a, um, widely accepted thing, we would have relays on the sides of roads that can interact with the cars. So for example, the bridge scenario, there would be relays on each side of the bridge that it can tether have the same amount of sensory that it needs to cross those kind of uh, areas. Yeah, that's what I was about to say.
4: It would have to have like a... We'd eventually have to move to a a way where the road itself uh, Talks. talks to the cars. Where it's almost, <laughs> it's almost a giant computer we're rolling on.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which, which, all
0: honesty, puts us closer to the smart train system yeah. that they yes. got like, yeah. in Japan than anything.
1: Yes, and, uh, Sweden also implemented these graphite um, uh, roads that you can send an electrical signal through. But not only that, they are also solar panels. Wow,
0: which is which is great until you have a lightning storm. Or a tornado. Yeah. Or a hurricane. Yeah. Or any of the major weather that our country has ever. <laughs> okay.
4: I am so surprised at I, how knowledgeable you guys are. Can I weigh in here? Yes.
3: <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Because here's the Hi, thing.
1: Hi, Hi.
3: I have absolutely nothing to add to this conversation <laughs> other than I really want to say I know zero, really, about either of you. I love you both, but I know zero <laughs> about either of you. But listen, if your names came up on the next presidential election, <laughs> I'm voting you.
4: They know what they're doing. It's I clear. promise
3: not only that, we have zero idea who would pay for it. You know, (laughs) it doesn't even matter at this point.
4: Y'all
3: run for office. Tad and Dre,
4: 2024? 2024.
3: I'm I'm not even like, I'm not kidding, guys. (laughs) In all honesty, I'm not not kidding. I don't think we're eligible. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, are you over 33? 33 is how old you
4: have to be, right? I think, yeah. Uh, thirty-five. 35. I believe. Oh, thirty-five.
1: Thirty-five. Thirty-three was how okay. old Jesus was. I got. I got <laughs> and, um, eight years. And Tad, I, oh. if I'm
0: recalling, you mentioned you were a '90s kid last time, so uh, yeah. you're younger yeah, than so I thought. Wow. We're not. We're not eligible.
4: Sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> I forget how old I am. You know, Fine, there's run.
0: hope for our future. That's no what I'm hearing. There's yeah.
4: hope for our future. <laughs> well, thank you all so much. That was a lot, a lot to think about. And I'm sure there's a lot more y'all could have told, but we're running low on oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm very, I'm very, I'm, I'm thinking a whole lot more about this now than even when I had the idea to talk about it. For
3: real. This, this is, is a lot
4: of.
3: <laughs> this is how it's supposed to be. A lot
4: of good discussion.
3: See, this right. is why we need yeah. them leading yeah. our country.
4: They bring they bring logic, and I'm just like I just want control. <laughs> no computer cars for me, thank you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> all right,
4: thank I thank you guys. I steer my
3: own wheels. <laughs> me and Jesus, that's all.
4: Thank y'all. Bye. 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 Have a good one. That was fan freaking tastic. Really? Uh, listen, goodness.
3: I'm not kidding. I am not kidding, Tad. Brilliant, seriously. Brilliant people, what are they doing In eight out more with years, us? I know, right? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm gonna whisper. Go solve some of the world's problems. What are you doing here? They need their
3: own <laughs> morning show.
4: Oh they can have gosh. an evening
3: show. We'll keep the morning oh show.
4: I'll do the evening show. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break here. When we come back, Chakaholics rejoice.
3: Stick around.
2: Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. You ever have a situation where all of a sudden a celebrity has blown up that you've never heard of? Like, a week ago they didn't exist, and now all of a sudden they're the biggest name in Hollywood. And usually when that happens, these people have been doing the work for years, we just don't ever actually pay attention to them. Point in case, Haley Steinfeld uh if you would have asked me two years ago who this girl was i couldn't have told you apparently i saw her in a pitch perfect movie but uh i didn't know who she was then she was gwen and into the spider-verse then she's kate bishop and hawkeye and she's vi and arcane all of a sudden this young lady has like blown up into my world and now I know her name. She's a big deal, like my daughters love her. And it's it's a recent thing. Also in the same breath, Jonathan Majors, guy who I didn't know who he existed. And then all of a sudden in a year's time, he's starring in Lovecraft Country. He's Kang the Conqueror and Loki and all of Marvel now. And he just had the harder they fall. I mean, the guy went from like, I don't know who you are to you're on like four screens at my house at once and it's one of these things that we need to understand just because it's not blowing up at one time doesn't mean people aren't doing the right thing or going through a hard time even it just means that we haven't noticed what's happening and it reminds me of the story in acts chapter 5 verses 14 and 15 just to tell you the disciples are growing leaps and bounds. The church is growing. Acts 5.14 says, Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. Verse 15 says, as a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. And it cracks me up because I'm reading this like Peter's some gangster rock star when this is the guy that Jesus called Satan and the guy who like almost drowned walking on water and stuck his foot in his mouth all the time. So I just want to encourage you. Maybe you feel like you've been in the shadows and you haven't air quotes blown up. But just keep in mind, God can take somebody like Peter and put them in a situation where people are looking for their shadow. Just keep doing what you're doing. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me.
4: show i'm radio matt and i'm mo and for our radio and podcast listeners we want to invite you to join us on twitch when we record parts of our shows on friday nights with our discord buds not only do you get to interact with us both through the chat and audibly through our discord but there's a lot of content exclusive to the twitch recording like our pre-show chat and our end of the show taste test now before we go any further it's time for mo's fact of the day
3: 28 U.S. states have an official state beverage, 21 of those 28 chose milk. Really? Yeah. Remember it's National Milk Day?
4: Yeah. But that's interesting.
3: 21 out of 28 states
4: chose milk, is there, chose I mean,
3: milk as a state beverage. I mean, it's got a
4: wholesome uh, quality to it. Like, I mean, that's the mindset, you know? You yeah, because it's you whole milk. <laughs> <laughs> Got, it's not 2%. It's because it's some whole milk. <laughs> it's not skim. Uh, but you think about, you know, old TV shows where that's all the kid drank. Like kids no. at dinner yeah. eating... Eating green beans (laughs) and drinking milk. (laughs) Like, oh gosh. Blah, blah. All right, now Mo and I are nerds of several flavors, but we're also nerds for several flavors.
3: And every week we like to showcase junk food that has been recently announced or even spotted in stores or on menus. All
4: right, so we're going to kick today off with two new Oreo flavors that are now in stores. Number one, Ultimate Chocolate, which is a limited edition. It has chocolate cookies with three layers of creme, white chocolate, milk chocolate, and dark chocolate. Toffee Crunch is a permanent flavor, and it has chocolate cookies with toffee-flavored cream and sugar crystals on the inside to mimic the bits of toffee that are going to get stuck in your teeth without actually getting stuck in your teeth.
3: That's how tofer exercises.
4: What? Eating orange?
3: A toffee crunch. Oh.
4: <laughs> I was not on board mentally with where you were going, but it was pretty good. All right. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm will be releasing new goldfish megabytes, Bites, bites. We need a we need a Good. voice modulator in yeah. here. In uh, sharp cheddar and cheddar jalapeno flavors. Uh, these are bigger and crispier than normal goldfish.
3: Just because we're in New Mexico doesn't mean that you have to say jalapeno like that. <laughs> cheddar jalapeno, jalapeno, ala ala ala. A pinata filled with jalapenos and enchiladas. <laughs>
4: Oh, uh, that's that Brian Regan joke of uh of a friend who who thinks he's Italian. Like he is Italian, but he doesn't speak Italian. Mm-hmm. He just says Italian in a in a couple just a couple words. It's like, Oh yeah, my mother, she makes a great Amonacti. <laughs> <laughs> she makes it a dandy. What is sprinkle Cheese? Uh <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Jer- I feel a bit attacked there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not okay with that.
4: Ben and Jerry's is launching new mint chocolate chance ice cream in partnership with Chance the Rapper in early 2022. The flavor has a mint ice cream base with fudge brownies. This I don't understand how this hasn't happened before. A mm-hmm. mint chocolate chip thing, but instead of it being chocolate chips, it's brownie pieces. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's also going to be a non dairy version, with a base made with sunflower butter. I just want to. See. I didn't know that's what they made it out of. Their non dairy versions.
3: Um. How do you make sunflower butter? With sunflower oil?
4: No, oh, I guess. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking they're grinding up a bunch of sunflowers <laughs> into a paste.
3: Well, and they have sunflower peanut butter. Have you ever? Oh yeah, you know yeah. You're right. You're right. It's really gross. You're right. You're, but right. You're
4: right. They have. You're right. <laughs> it is really gross.
3: It's not good.
4: <laughs> uh, new sour patch kids, not so sour grape and peach candies will be out this year. Don't understand why. Why why make them not sour? They're just yeah, well, they're just fruit gummies.
3: Not so sour.
4: But why? So
3: maybe it'll be a little
4: Your sour. Your product name is Sour Patch. Why would you? Yeah, but even it doesn't have think? patches either. <laughs> it's a patch where you pluck the sour from. That's what it's implying.
3: Like the cabbage
4: patch. Gateway sour KY. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little taste. Just a taste. Yeah. Just a taste of the sour to get you hooked.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly right. It... Get
4: you coming back for a big bag of the kids mm-hmm. or the watermelons.
3: It was packaged. <laughs> 16,000 feet away from something else that was sour, (laughs) and you can kind of taste
4: it. (laughs) Doritos Flamin' Hot Cool Ranch Chips and Fritos Flamin' Hot Barbecue Chips are coming out now, and Ruffles Flamin' Hot Cheddar and Sour Cream Chips will be here in February. So now they've gone beyond just taking... Every chip and making it Flaming Hot, and now they're taking every flavor of chip and making it Flaming Hot. I'm good
3: with it. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. the uh, cheddar and sour cream is going to be hot.
4: <laughs> uh, so you know those uh, Pillsbury sugar cookies with the shapes in them yeah. they come out with like for mm-hmm. every holiday? Uh-huh. So the, there's, there's going to be some new Lisa Frank unicorn shaped cookies. You remember the Lisa Frank stuff? I do remember the Lisa Frank. Yeah, what are you talking that about? Neon, I am sparkly garbage.
3: 36-year-old woman. Of that course I remember Lisa Frank. Put on your trapper keepers. <laughs> Every <laughs> single folder. Your, your Lisa neon Frank.
4: neon pink makeup Honk boxes.
3: With <laughs> horses and unicorns and ponies and puppies and kitties. <laughs> yep.
4: Yeah. So I don't know why. I don't know why now, but it, it's happening. Uh, a new line of Oreo and Chips Ahoy cookie ice cream is headed to the freezer aisle now and there's also going to be Oreo cones, Oreo sandwiches, and Oreo bars. So Oreo's just getting all up in the freezer section. What What What?
3: Um, I think we might possibly need to take out some stock in Oreo.
4: <laughs> I think there's there's a um college humor i think it's college humor there's a college humor set of videos called ceo Uh and most of them are about companies that are like going under and it's a ceo bringing this message of you know basically falling apart like like they did tide they did venmo they did skype you know in in the lieu of the pandemic it's like why aren't you using skype why did you all go to zoom you know that kind of thing but then they did one for oreo and it's just like you know i think we could be done Like we don't have to keep making flavors and stuff. Like we've made, a, we've we've made the perfect cookie, and we sell billions a year. Mm-hmm. I think we could just stop. Right. Why are you here right now? Why are we still working? Let's just go home. Let's call it a dub and go home. <laughs> but they just don't stop. They don't stop.
3: Can't stop, won't stop. I will <sighs> say, I would. I'm more on board with Oreo getting into other things. <clears throat> You know, yeah. than making ultra, ultimate, mega <laughs> dump truck Oreos.
4: So, maker in the chat is asking, were these not already a thing? And yes, many of them were a thing, but these, or those were all like partnerships with other companies. It was like, you know, Blue Bunny Oreo ice cream, and <laughs> stuff like that. These are all official branded Oreo. So, these are coming from Oreo, Nabisco, whatever it is. Uh, next up, new Chex Mix bars are hitting grocery store shelves.
3: You want to try that Uh, again? Nah.
4: There are are three varieties, peanut butter, chocolate, cookies and cream, and birthday cake. So we're going for the sweet Chex Mix, which I don't enjoy. I only like the savory Chex Mixes, the traditional and the bold, especially. That bold is delicious. But I've been thinking how you'd put that into a bar form. You can't. All the bindings are sweet, Mm -hmm. and if it was a savory binding, I feel like that'd be gross. Yeah, it would be like unpalatable. I don't know, Matt. Solve my problems, Mo. That's no. why you're here. Can't Sweet- even solve my own problems. What are you talking about, sweethearts? Fruit Loops should be out on shelves soon. These are just heart-shaped cereal in the traditional Fruit Loops colors and flavors.
3: Okay, but they're not going to taste like the sweethearts candy. No. Okay, good. No. I might be on board then. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Because who likes to eat chocolate?
4: <laughs> For our adult listeners, Bud Light Seltzer has released a sour variety pack. Sour watermelon, sour blue raspberry, sour lemon, and sour green apple. Seltzer flavors.
3: Is lemon anything but sour?
4: (laughs) Do we really need the qualifier for lemon?
3: (laughs) Sour lemon? (laughs) Sweet lemon. Better than that
4: salty lemon I had. No, you know what? Salty lemon's pretty good. (laughs) You lost your mind. Hershey's is launching new vanilla frosted, or sorry, vanilla frosting Hershey's Kisses for Easter. These are a chocolate shell filled with white frosting, which I think is weird.
3: I think it sounds great. It
4: sounds great, but it's weird.
3: This is one of those things that I'm like, why hasn't this always been a thing?
4: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, I, don't, I don't think about frosting being in a candy.
3: That's the thing. So I am having a uh, I'm having like a glimpse, <laughs> a brief flashback to our childhood of a candy that had frosting in the middle of it, but I can't remember what it was. All that I can remember is just biting down and there being frosting in the middle, and I don't know. So I want to try it. Because maybe then I'll remember.
4: I'm only thinking of like Hosting's Cupcakes. Where's the cream filling? No. Remember those commercials though? Remember the lady that had like a, it, she had a swimsuit that looked like the swirl on the top of one of those cupcakes and then she's sitting in an air tube and there's a shark that's coming up from underneath her. And it bites her on the butt. <laughs> the shark's all, where's the cream filling? That. <laughs> it was a brilliant campaign. I loved it. <laughs> You don't remember that though. We it was are. All over listen, the TV. listen, listen. Oriole remembers. Our <laughs> DJ remembers. DJ generation
3: machine. would be outraged if those commercials were playing today. Do you know, <laughs> like, truthfully?
4: Because hmm. the shark physically assaulted the lady, or what? Not
3: sure, that's one thing. Yeah,
4: you invaded her.
3: Why place. not? You invaded mm-hmm.
4: her private space.
3: Yeah, did you ask permission to bite her first? <laughs> she,
4: he thought he was a cake. He thought it was a giant upside down cupcake in the water. Likely. And he wanted it.
3: You can't have everything that you want,
4: says the woman who stole a cowtail from a friend. (laughs) Because she was having a really bad day.
3: She would have given me that cowtail had she been there,
4: had she had a choice
3: gosh why you got point fingers I how did you even remember that I did that I forgot I did that
4: that's one of our stories that we're gonna be sharing in the oh, main okay. topic today one of our best right. little bits
3: man and exactly they're 89 well, man, cents get it's over
4: yourself I would
3: have <laughs> I should have just put a dollar where I picked up the, and then leave her a tip and everything. You're
4: 11 cents ahead on this Jeez.
3: purchase. And yeah, made a profit.
4: Uh, coffee mate has come out with a Rice Krispie Treat flavored creamer. Of course. Because why? I mean, yeah. I don't understand.
3: Again, just like Oreo. Know <laughs> when to stop.
4: And then uh, Taco Bell. At least some lame cheddar chipotle chalupa, which is just like a normal chalupa with a boring new sauce. Uh, So if you're into that kind of thing, go for it. But the big news is that the rumor has it that the Mexican pizza will be making a comeback in March or April. Uh, it's not quite clear if it's going to be like as a permanent return or just a brief run as a promotional thing like they do with all their other mm-hmm. deals.
3: Nacho fries.
4: But I'm here for it because I miss that thing. That's my favorite thing at Taco Bell, that Mexican pizza.
3: It was. Mm-hmm. But do you know,
4: I'm... Mm. Silver Soul Streams. Thank hey. you for that subscription. Nine months. You rock. Um, I feel like
3: I'm... Mm, the world has changed me. <laughs> Instead of being excited that Mexican pizza is coming back, you know my first thought is I bet they're going to ruin it.
4: <laughs> well they already ruined it after the um the year that green onions all had a e. coli. Yeah. And so they took the green onions off the Mexican pizza. And then they and just then never, never put, put them, put them back, back on. And those were a necessary ingredient.
3: I mean, there was a time that lettuce was recalled. There was a time that tomatoes were recalled. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they, they taking either back. of those things off?
4: Right? Those green onions gave it a little bite. Uh-huh. It, was, yeah. it was really good. So they, they are still missing something. But mm-hmm. uh, also, and this is something that kind of came out of nowhere, but Taco Bell is selling chicken wings
0: now chicken wing chicken wing for chicken wing.
4: a brief period of time it might just be for this week and i think it's only after 2 p.m. but it's got some sort of
3: yeah if you're up after 2
2: p.m.
4: no 2 p.m. oh 2 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be up after if two PM you're up after two PM. You're younger than I am. Shh, that's my bedtime. <laughs> I got a full day ahead of me. <laughs> I can I can't function if I don't get my seventeen hours a day <laughs> a night. Listen. Oh goodness.
3: <laughs> right now. I probably do need to go to bed at 2 p.m. For an nap- extended period of time. time. No, that's who's, my
4: bedtime. Who's not asleep at 2 p.m.? Nothing good happens after 2 p.m. <laughs> 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 but anyway, it's got some, uh, it's got their, I think it's the same <laughs> seasoning that they put on their fries. Uh, all over it. Or a similar seasoning anyway. Um, but yeah, I don't know, that's they exist.
3: So are they just seasoned or are they seasoned and sauced?
4: I can't tell you that because I barely saw them today as a thing. Okay. Existed, but I saw the seasoning little arrow pointing on it. So, all right. Go try them and you tell us, (laughs) people. All right, let's take another quick break.
3: When we come back, we relive some of our best show moments from
4: 2021. Stick around.
5: Everyone, I'm Hilary Fisco, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today, I'm reviewing Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza, an addictive card game for two or more players. Dolphin Hat Games released Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza in 2017 and has since produced Halloween, Christmas, and Flipside versions of this bestseller. The Ohio-based company is dedicated to creating card games that are easy to learn, fast to play, and great for all ages, and this top-rated title is no exception. The deck consists of 64 cards showing a single cute picture each, mostly one of the five items named in the title, either a taco, a cat, a goat, a wedge of cheese, or a slice of pizza. The deck is dealt face down equally among the players, who then take turns flipping their cards face up into the center of the play space, while chanting the title of the game, one word per card flipped. If the card matches the word being said, it's a race to slap the pile, loser takes all. The goal is to get rid of all your cards, but the whole game can shift with the appearance of one of the special cards, Gorilla, Groundhog, or Narwhal. That is when the belly laughs start. Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza is rated for three to eight players ages eight and up, but we have played with fewer and younger players at our house. I homeschool three boys and we're big gamers, but I'll be honest, I put off buying this for far too long. With my competitive crew, the slapping mechanic worried me, but I'm so glad we finally snagged it. We haven't found ourselves laughing so hard in a long time. Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza is simple and social without being boring. It's competitive yet friendly, and it can be enjoyed both at the family dinner table or with a party of friends. And one of my favorite aspects as a mom is that after the initial playthrough, the deck never needs to be shuffled again. At less than $10, Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza is a must-have for both casual and dedicated gamers, so I give this fast-paced card game a 9 out of 10, only docking a point because the speed-slapping mechanic may make it inaccessible for some of your family members. I'm Hilary Fisco, and remember, even if you're lactose intolerant and have a pet allergy, Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza is something your whole family can enjoy. If you'd like to follow along as I balance our homeschool life with encouraging, empowering, and educating through my small business, you can find me posting and teaching on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at KYRedheadMK and streaming periodically on Twitch as KYRedhead.
4: To the Backroom Morning Show.
3: I'm Radio Matt, and I'm Mo. Remember that we air our full morning shows first, exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our three full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching the Backroom Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review, or don't—we're not your parents. We won't be mad, but we will be disappointed.
4: <laughs> Got a frog in the throat. <laughs> ah.
3: you, you OK there? Mm-hmm. Uh, 2021 was the most fun we've ever had on the show, in no small part due to the interaction with our back row buds in our Discord and on Twitch. In this part of the show, we're going to showcase some of our favorite moments, From the show last year.
4: First up, banter has always been a hallmark of any good radio show, and we're practically experts at this point. Here are some of our best bantery moments.
3: Hey, fun fact did you know that the first
4: show some cheek
3: Olympics played in Athens were. Do you know?
4: All natural. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All, it was all men athletes and they were played completely nude. And because of that, women were not allowed to be spectators. They could not watch because the men were. Because
4: they'd be scandalized. Yeah. Uh
3: Uh-huh. That is, (laughs) that's another fact for you. You get two extra facts.
4: They weren't good at making, uh, uh, Tight-fitting clothing that would, you know, hold all the junk in place. But can you imagine doing
3: some of those sports naked? For real, think about it. Javelin. Take a second. Even running.
4: (laughs) Well, the worst in my mind is the wrestling. (laughs) The Greco-Roman wrestling. That would
3: be awful. (laughs) Hurdles, yes. (laughs) Hurdles. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm serious.
4: The what? Race, the race where they have to pass the baton off. Oh,
3: stop. Grab no. The- no. I'm not letting you go there. No.
4: Mm mm. Mm mm. Nope. Grab Their the arm right had baton. to be
3: fully extended to Grab pass the, the right baton. baton.
4: guys. Woo! <laughs> This is, uh That's why. When you have to do the, the pole vault, that's why they always have to go to their back. Yeah. Uh huh.
3: Exactly. That's the way it was done in the first so Olympics. So
4: you don't get caught. No. <laughs> Here. They're garbage. Oh, I hate these. Oh. Wait, caramel brownie? What? So- Hold up.
3: Yeah, so we bought these, and then I stole one from a teacher friend and ate it, forgetting that it was going to be a taste test. So now we can't do an actual oh, okay. taste test.
4: Well, let's hope. Is it, was it good? Yeah. All right. Maybe I like, I like this one. Ooh, what? It's, what? It's got weird white stuff on it, but hey.
3: Well, the cowtails always I, have weird white stuff.
4: I've eaten worse. Mm. Oh my gosh, it smells so good
2: hmm.
3: Mm hmm. You're welcome.
0: These
4: wow. are in the trash. That's garbage. This is like delicious. A fancy Tootsie Roll.
3: It is. You're right.
4: This is dang good. I hate normal cowtails. Hate them.
3: Oh, I like cowtails. I hate but- them
4: this is good
3: Mm
4: -hmm. you've redeemed my night i'm in a good place again
3: you're welcome these are good Mm. so good
4: Mm -hmm. so you stole it from someone
3: (laughs) so i mean who leaves candy on their bookshelf
4: (laughs) (laughs) who leaves candy in their personal places (laughs) Expects it to not be taken. No. Really. Who leaves candy in that inner pocket inside their purse, (laughs) inside the drawer of their own desk in their locked office, and not expect it to be taken?
3: Fact. (laughs) (laughs) No, but for real, it was on her open bookshelf, which after the fact, I was like, oh, she might have been leaving that there. Like, she had pulled it out because she was going to eat it, and then she ran out of time.
4: And you're cute. like, I'm going to leave it someplace where I can see it uh-huh. and eat it. it the first thing uh-huh. I get back.
3: It's okay. So she came back the next day and she was probably like, did I eat that? I guess well, I did. What's, <laughs>
4: what's wrong with you? <laughs> you <don't laughs> see unattended candy. Yeah. It's mine now. You're the worst kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really bad
0: day.
3: <laughs> so I thought, you know what? I'm going to reorganize the library. I'm going to reshelf the books. I'm going to, uh-huh. <laughs> it's called genre okay? genrefy. It's where you put books by genres. It works really well for elementary libraries. So I walked up in there thinking, like the idiot that I sometimes can be, I can get this done in a day, easy. I left Wednesday afternoon at 5 o'clock. I clock out every day at 3.15. Left at 5 o'clock, and that library was flipped upside down. No joke. Kids came in Thursday morning and just, like, eyes huge. And I was like, yep, the library's closed until I get all the books back on the shelves. Sorry. (laughs) Don't know what we're doing, but you're not checking out books. I can tell you that. (laughs)
4: He should have just stood there, get all disheveled or whatever. We were robbed! <laughs> they came in, they flipped all the books! Why? Oh, I missed such a good oh, opportunity! <laughs> they flipped all the books out, and they stole all my thumbtacks! Oh, God! <laughs> Call the police! Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
3: Next up, on our look back at the best of the Back Row Morning Show, every Wednesday we play a game on the show, and one of our go-to games is Would You Rather, a game that presents us with two choices, and our goal is to guess the answer most people would have chosen. Uh, Here's a quick list of some of the best moments, starting with us deciding which is the best way to die, by tsunami or volcano. (laughs) Personally, dying in a tsunami would be better because your body does this whole thing when you're drowning where it just it shuts down basically. However. Dead. Yeah. So the the time of suffering isn't wouldn't be as long or as bad as if you were burning to death in a volcano.
4: What if you went face first?
3: Face first in the volcano? Yeah,
4: then your brain would melt like almost immediately.
3: No, you you would still feel the... That's not how it works, (laughs) Matt. (laughs)
4: I'm sorry, (laughs) Miss Human Body Melting Expert. (laughs) That's not how it works.
3: (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. Brian, would you rather be in prison for 50 years or die? Die. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> what? What it says. <laughs> that is what it says. What? Yeah,
2: uh-huh. Oh my. <laughs> um <laughs> This got even darker than that. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it's getting worse. I'll say 50 years in prison no no 56 way percent
3: really? of people said die that's yeah. what i would have said 50 years in prison wow. i'm gonna end up dying there anyway you know I mean, so i might as well just die and go meet jesus
4: you'd acclimate and no. have some sort of life no wow
3: i'm not gonna live to be that old <laughs> i'm 36
4: yeah you got a mouth on you too so people exactly. would kill you pretty quickly <laughs>
3: Would you rather always have to say everything on your mind or never be able to speak again?
1: What the heck?
5: Which one, Matt?
4: (laughs) Look, we're all fallen people. We all know that we think a lot of things most days that we would never say. And to have to always say everything you're thinking, I would much rather be mute for the rest of my life. Please be that answer.
3: Nope. No way. No, 69%. Are you see, Cause
4: you can write crap down, guys. There are people that are mute in this world that get along just fine. You're gonna wanna you're not gonna have any friends. You're never gonna be married. You're never gonna have children. Because all you're gonna do is say every terrible thing that ever comes into your brain. What is wrong with people? You're not thinking. You're gonna sit there and say every awful thing that pops into your disgusting, depression brave, sin-enthused mind for the rest of your life?
3: Are you ready for the next question?
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is not how excited I wanted to be i freaking night Every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, we take you to the weird news desk and bring you stories you likely haven't heard, and some you probably didn't want to hear. Here are our top three stories from last year. A slime mold known as blob will be launched to the International Space Station where scientists will study how microgravity impacts the single-celled organism's capabilities. The blob is also known as Physarum polycephalum. Hey, I said it right. Uh, and the yellow mold has become an immense, uh, of immense interest to scientists studying animal cognition because of how it can think, make decisions, sleep, learn, and even navigate a maze despite not having a brain. It has even been found to adapt and transmit knowledge to other slime molds. The blob will be launched on the Northrop Grumman 16th Commercial Resupply Service mission. Uh, It's already happened. It happened on the 10th. (sighs) In addition to investigating what happens to the weirdly intelligent brainless blob in space, the experiment's aim is to promote the scientists the sciences to students and demonstrate how scientists conduct research in space. For those of you in the chat who are saying this is how you get among us, yeah.
3: I know. This is it. That's exactly what I was thinking. We were
4: all wondering what the lore was behind that game Uh well this is how it begins Yep, the brainless blob on the space station is going to learn how to replicate themselves into one of the astronauts
0: (laughs) yep Mm -hmm.
3: how yep Mm -hmm.
4: I mean it just there's no way to read this story and not think of a horror movie it communicates with other blobs It adapts and transmits information to other brainless blobs. It sleeps and eats, it but is. has no brain. I don't... Un- I... It can think and make decisions and has no brain. I don't understand <laughs> at all. To me, it's I mean, like... I have ac- been accused of that, but... Science <laughs> <laughs> says, no bra money. <laughs> Due to increasing temperatures and for our own personal safety, we will not be accepting bra money. Sorry for any inconvenience.
3: <laughs> I am with them. I think that's okay.
4: It's nasty. If it's coming it's out of your bra, than okay. your sock, your waistband, no. Stop it.
3: So Gross. Oriole says that he hated it when he worked at a bank in downtown Baltimore. I kind of think that downtown Baltimore bra money Ugh. would be worse. Because, I mean, it gets nasty hot there. It really does. Oh, I
4: thought you were judging the people. I <laughs> thought you were pulling the Charles Barkley. Really? The big old women down in San Antonio. No, it... <laughs> Those sweaty old women up in Baltimore.
3: Listen, it gets nasty hot in Baltimore. Humid and
4: sweating. Oriel said, I'm judging the people.
3: <laughs> but on top of that,. You know, you know they just ate some crabs, and so they got they got crab sweat all over their dollar bills.
4: Their body just leaking and butter.
3: Most of them are smokers, so it's just
4: it's gross. I apologize to everyone who lives in Baltimore. Listen,
3: they're that's my family. I can't. I can say that. My brother, my sister, my mom, or my stepmom, my dad, my grandmother, that's my family.
4: Wet smoky my crab cousins. dollars. <laughs> and lastly, COVID's newest gift is nasty. Introducing restless oh, anal no, syndrome. Stop. Oh
3: my gosh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
4: Oh <laughs> read the the link before on her page before I got to the deadline <laughs> Is this for real? A septuagenarian in Japan reported deep and anal discomfort. Uh, Days after recovering from COVID-19, doctors have diagnosed the condition as Restless Anal Syndrome.
3: I mean, you couldn't come up with a better name, (laughs) seriously. The symptoms
4: of which are consistent with Restless Leg Syndrome. So imagine... Restless leg syndrome, which you know, where you just can't stop moving your legs, it just feels so uncomfortable. Uh, they're just like, you know, you got stop that. it. Well, stop, you have it,
3: stop in your, it in, in the, your bottom,
4: in the up in there, in your bottom. And it's not the the worst part, it's not, it's not like just like the, the part that touches air. Thank you for the follow.
3: <laughs> That's why you're gonna follow. Cause- Because we're talking about
4: R.A.S. It's not the part that touches air. It's like six inches in. (laughs) (laughs) That's the part. (laughs) that is restless.
3: Okay, can I just say something? Yeah. Everyone, Mm -hmm. everyone who has had COVID is now questioning, do I have R.A.S.? We are all (laughs) so very much in tuned with our... Bodies right now. <laughs> yeah, we're all trying Feel to it. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Last up on our look back to the Backroom Morning Show in 2021 is a look at what you're missing if you don't join us on Twitch when we record bits for that next week of shows. Most Friday nights, sometimes Saturday mornings, we record all the secondary morning show segments with our friends on Twitch and Discord. And that often results in hilarious Twitch derailments like these. Some of which aren't even on the final show. So, apparently on Twitch, you can't say loony. You can't
4: say loony? Yeah, no. Is loony a bad word? Apparently. What is loony? Twitch's Twitch's (laughs) censoring system is weird.
0: Twitches get stitches. (laughs)
4: Strange. She it came it's, up with bullying. It's bullying. Oh, okay. okay.
3: <laughs> hey, Matt.
4: What uninventive Matt. bully? You loony. What? What exactly? What you know uninventive what? bully is saying loony, expecting that to cut like a knife?
3: <laughs> Damn <laughs> right I am, homie. <laughs> Let's go have a Look at this loony, a loony good time.
4: <laughs> this kid straight up loony. A loony. You gonna cry? You gonna cry? What I thought? Bugs Bunny looking. (laughs) Um,
3: It's gonna be a thing now. Am a fud talking? (laughs) Right.
4: (laughs) Suffering thukatash eating. All right, here we go, guys.
5: When I was married and had kids, I didn't even have a cell phone, and then that shows how old I am. And then
3: I'm right there with you, K. Y.
5: Learn how to text, and then all of a sudden you can text by touching the letter instead of touching the number four key so many times to get oh, the letter. You want. that
4: was that so, was a rough. I mean, time. things were working
5: perfectly fine, texting. but Oof.
3: but there are there are ways to improve. Listen, K. Y. Oh, this oh. is a beautiful argument. If we learned how to better communicate through texting. Then we can learn how to better communicate as people.
5: Yes, and like interpersonal communication. Like you can know somebody better. Why are
3: you in that face you don't right know now? Them. You're exactly <laughs> right.
4: <laughs>
0: I was, so,
4: hold
3: so on. can KY <laughs> hold and on. I have I got, our own podcast, please? <laughs>
4: <laughs> you can I have one KY, yeah, <laughs> I have one more. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm kidding.
3: You've tried to do this (laughs) Um, with other people, and it's not as good. I'm the reason we're good.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And after he's got a second kid, he forgot everything. Yeah, that timed out about right for me, too.
3: Oh, you read my cousin after he got his second kid. He forgot everything. That's how you read it. And I was like, he got his second kid? (laughs) Like bottom? Like bottom? That's what I thought. <laughs> it was one of those subscription boxes we were gonna talk about.
4: <laughs> Dang it! I was hoping to get the the limited edition towel set, and I got another kid. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh my god. This is the
4: worst subscription box. Why did you sign me up for this? We've gotten two kids already in a row. They look exactly the same.
3: That's it. That's it. Cancel the box. We're done. I'm not paying for this anymore.
4: Jelly of the Month Club. At least I'll get a different fruit every month. Gosh. Kid sure. crate. You thought it'd be full of toys. <laughs> it's a big, a big wooden box with holes drilled in it. Shows up on my doors. Can't even get into the dang door. Kind of bed in there. <laughs> Return man. <center>. Oh man. <laughs>
3: Oh goodness! Any other day, I don't think I would find this as funny as what I'm finding it right now. But because I am absolutely exhausted.
4: <laughs> Bill, did you get your kid crate? You got the chase? You got the golden one? Ah, oh. got the plain white kid.
3: <laughs> it's the most basic. Of all basic <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Limited Eyes Edition are brown. about this one. I
4: mean geez.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my
4: gosh. Kid crate is for timeouts. <laughs> Go sit in the box you came in. <laughs> <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Your bet's still in there. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to get involved in the show too, join us at backrowdiscord.com and follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash LTN on air. Those are some of our best moments from 2021. We want to know what you think. Did you have a memory from our show last year that you think belongs on this list? Come share your thoughts in our Discord at backrowdiscord.com in the Respond to Show channel, or message us on any of the social medias at the Backrow LTN, or give us a call at 575-562-8052 and leave us a voicemail that we might use on the show next week.
3: We'll be back with more. Stick around.
4: We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize thoughtful content. Visit LoveThyNerd.com for amazing articles and a whole network of podcasts. And follow Love Thy Nerd on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Love Thy Nerd and twitch.tv slash LTN on air, where you'll find game streams, live podcast recordings, and more exclusive live interactive content.
3: to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day.
4: All right. Now, before we go, we want to share some things that we love. Do uh, you want to go first? No, you do. go you first. Want me go first? I'm going to go first. Go go first. Mm-hmm. Season 35, episode 21 of Saturday Night Live, hosted by Betty White. At 88 years old, Betty White became the oldest host of the show. It came about after her Snickers Super Bowl ad went viral. Do you remember that one? They were playing, like, touch football and, uh... I don't Betty White gets tackled. <laughs> and someone's like, eat the Snickers. You play like an old lady when you're hungry. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Went viral, and a grassroots campaign started online to convince Lorne Michaels to have her host. Uh, however, fun fact, Betty White was asked to host at least three times between the late 70s and the early 90s, and she turned it down every time. Hmm. Lorne said after three rejections, he stopped asking. Uh, but he was so glad that he was convinced to try one more time. It is one of my favorite episodes of the show ever. I watched it again, of course, this past weekend. Yeah. So freaking funny. She is hilarious. They brought in a lot of the, the previous cast women. Like they brought back Tina Fey and, um, oh gosh, Amy Poehler brought back those two. They brought back, I don't remember their names now, but at least three more. Three more ladies that had been on the show from the previous like three generations of SNL. They brought them all on to kind of help carry the ball in case she wasn't able to like be as involved as most hosts are, Mm -hmm. but she was just as involved as most hosts are, if not more so. She was in every skit, very long, very big role, a lot of lines, a lot of punchlines. She held her own. She was not in like a secondary position in any of these being carried by the rest of them. Nice. Fantastic. What's your thing, Mo? Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, is it surprising that it is a universal thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, honestly, the, aside from making it home.
4: Okay. <laughs> the, That's the best part. <laughs>
3: uh-huh, the entirety of the trip was awesome. But I've got to really say, honestly... I had butter beer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I drank butter beer in Hogwarts. It was fantastic.
3: It really was fantastic. <laughs> and here's the thing: going into it, you know, people are like, "You have to have butter beer," and I'm like, "It's just like cream soda,
4: basically." Just That's the beverage, like guys, calm down.
3: All it is, but whatever. Calm down. Uh huh. Um.
4: Did y'all do the whole, um, just question, did y'all do the whole eating at Hogwarts thing? Because I remember seeing, I saw something, I guess it was on Disney Plus, focused around that, like how they build those meals and what they were, all the special things for the Hogwarts thing. That's pretty cool.
3: I really want to go back. I really want to go back. Um, Obviously not doing a whole lot of research. We, okay, for years, Chris and I have been saying we need to go to Universal Studios. Topher's been a Harry Potter fan. I mean, we've done all the Jurassic park movies Mm -hmm. you know our family's favorite pastime is to do movie marathons where we just binge watch like these trilogies or whatever don't they have back
4: to the future thing stuff there too or is it Uh, very little now
3: it's very little it used to be really big yes yeah the delorean is there Mm,
4: they have that at comic cons
3: yeah well um, (laughs) they
4: had that at albuquerque comic con
3: yeah you know they do have mo's diner like, oh, I forgot there's a Simpsons thing. Legit, Actually, I remember seeing you the pictures. Yeah, walk into Springfield, and
4: it,
3: <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I would have loved that. Even someone who's not a Simpsons fan, I was like, "That's Moe's Diner." Oh my gosh! It, it, anyway, it's brilliant. Most the whole tavern. Oh, Moe's Tavern. Yeah, sorry.
4: It was only a diner <clears throat> in one episode.
3: My bad. See, I told you I'm not failed. a Simpsons fan.
4: And it failed grossly. She um, yelled at a girl.
3: Okay. The <laughs> Jurassic Park area where they have the new VelociCoaster, you legitimately feel like you're at Jurassic Park.
4: <laughs> it's
3: terrifying. Um, there's a Seuss World. Oh, okay. And it's awesome. Weird. No, it's... I Matt, I don't know how they do this. And you know how I am about amusement parks. I love amusement parks. Yes. love going to amusement parks. Yes. This is the only amusement park I've ever been to where... It's one, you know, universal in itself is one park, but it has all these different lands inside the park. And the second that you step into the land, you legitimately feel like you're there. Weird. It's crazy. From the trees, everything, everything. They have thought about every single aspect of making you feel like you're a part of it. Huh. Um but yes, back to the butterbeer. It was a highlight of our trip. Every I think we got it we got the butterbeer the first day and then every other day after Canon who okay, going into the Harry Potter rides, Canon was like, if if we all can't five ride, I won't ride because I'm not that much into Harry Potter like Topher is. I know that this is more for him. It, it's cool. He can ride. Every day after that, after that first day, he's Mom, can we, go, can we go back over to Hogwarts? Can we go back and get a butterbeer? I really want to go over there. <laughs> it, I don't know. That's, the whole that's... thing was just awesome. But what I was saying was apparently Christmas is the most popular time to go to Universal. Mm, that and makes so sense. It does. Yeah. Now that you say it. Yeah. You know, but at the time I was kind of thinking...
4: Nobody would be there. Cause yeah. it's colder. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: But July is the most unpopular time to go because it's hot, but it's also hurricane season.
4: Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah so
3: yeah. all of those extra things, like the meal and um, riding. Oh man, I can't even think of the express. The Hogwarts. Name of it. Is it just the Hogwarts, Hogwarts Express?
4: express isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Pretty sure.
3: Anyway, um, like
4: platform nine and. Yeah. Three three quarters. Yeah, nine and
3: three quarters. Um, So from opening until close of the park, you could look on the app to see the wait times for everything. From opening to close, it was never less than 90 minutes for those things.
4: Mm, I believe it. Uh Yeah. So. But still fun. Yes. Still fun. Yeah. I'd like to go there. We were, Deidre and I were in a a, a breath away from the park itself. Yeah. Like we went into like the free area, Uh the little shop area, the food area, and we played at their really awesome mini golf course that they yeah. out there. We played both both courses. Really fun. Mm-hmm. But uh we ate a bubblegum shrimp, which I saw y'all yes. at, and that was our first time we'd eaten there.
3: I've never eaten at a bubblegum shrimp either.
4: It was amazing.
3: Yeah. I, I love
4: got, Go ahead.
3: The table had quotes on mm-hmm. it. I loved that.
4: So much all influenced by Forrest Gump stuff yeah. all over the walls, all over everywhere. Yeah. Um I uh I got like this shrimp sampler thing like all these different kinds Mm -hmm. of shrimp knowing that one of them was going to be coconut shrimp which i've had at red lobster before and i'm like i don't like these they were the best thing i had ever eaten that Mm -hmm. was shrimp related i'm like okay i just don't get these at red lobster yeah (laughs) i get these here they were so dang good but we got shrimp all around that whole experience was was a blast Mm -hmm. Uh, our waiter was super energetic and Mm -hmm.
3: Did he come over or she? Did they come see. over and ask you like trivia questions mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. that was the cool thing? That's our little thing.
4: section. We had like t- four tables in our little room. Yeah, and they asked us all. Uh huh. Yeah, it was. Yeah. it was really
3: Look, neat. Um. Oh man. Never mind. What's his name? Lieutenant Dan.
4: Lieutenant what, Dan.
3: What were the color of Lieutenant Dan's shrimp and boots? <laughs> what were they? Uh, I don't know. They weren't a color because he lost his legs.
4: Oh, that's right.
3: <laughs> you ain't got no legs, Dan. My entire family. That's
4: hilarious.
3: Like they answered a couple questions before.
2: I was thinking, what part of get, his body did leg. he
3: lose? And they they all knew it, but then that question comes around and like everybody goes silent. And I was like, I had just taken a bite <laughs> of food, and I was like, <laughs> throwing up hands, like guys, come on. It's a trick question. (laughs) I finally swallow. I'm like, he didn't have legs. (laughs) Waiter's like, good job. You got it.
4: (laughs) That's funny stuff.
3: Um, If you plan to go to Universal anytime in the near future, um, pass on Hard Rock. Don't don't waste your money eating there. Go to any of the other restaurants Hmm. at City Walk. Pass on Hard Rock.
4: What was wrong with Hard Rock?
3: Um it's great and all it's fine it's but for the amount of money that you're gonna pay to eat there it's definitely not worth it
4: hmm.
3: not not worth it at all okay. Okay. Uh, margaritaville and bubble Tramp
4: Gump. Bubba Gump mm-hmm. all day yes all day Mm-hmm. That's going to do it for our show today. Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. If that's you, if you believe in our ministry and would like to partner with us, then visit lovethynerd.com partner. You can even choose to directly support LT and radio from the drop-down menu. Love Lovethynerd is qualifying 501c3 non-profit organization, and your gift is tax deductible
3: and as always make sure you're following us on all the socials we're on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok just search for at the back row ltn and connect with us
4: we'll be back tomorrow morning we hope you will too once again i'm radio matt and i'm mo and remember if nobody else tells you we promise it's true jesus Jesus loves loves you, you nerd